Hey, 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 guys. Um, we're going to be getting started here. I'm going to play some intro music, try to get everybody over, uh, especially from YouTube and Facebook. So let me get that started right quick. Give me just a second so I can start everything. Oh, I need to... Uh, I need to update the title. Sorry. If you if you got a notification, you're going to be here for just a minute. Let me get this updated. Uh, update all titles. Update uh, all. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to be sharing the link. We'll get started in just a second. Uh, let me put this out there. Ba 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 ba. I'm trying to get more people over to the podcast channel. So if you see the YouTube going live, it's not a YouTube video. I'm just letting people know that we are live. So let me get this started. Go live. Welcome. Welcome. I already see some people joining. Thank you for joining us on this early morning. I appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, let's see. I'm going to share this link everywhere. Um, at. Then we'll play some music and get started. Not everyone drop that. Okay. It's there's some links. Welcome. Welcome everybody. I gotta let the first 30 seconds play before I put on. Okay. Now we get some music and the curse words won't matter in it. Here we go. But I can tell you this about if this douchebag happens to see this particular show. You don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this planet <laughs> by name and tell them exactly who they are and tell them the rest of the world. <laughs> you don't have the fork and balls. You don't have the balls. Okay, Scott. Here we go. I think I started some shit. This the moth that's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go. I think I started some shit. Piss them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you welcome, ain't seen nothing yet. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Thank you that I'm a lunatic. Well, listen, bitch, I came equipped with a quick wit and a six sense for the stupid shit. Where my true believers? Y'all need Jesus. Praise the Lord, head to the extreme. All these false fucking prophets who profit off of gossip. Worshiping drums, cocking, begging for a throat deposit. Swinging fucking knee hammers like four and a thong. He's strapped to the shaft, eating his chest like he's King Kong. Starving for attention, I'ma make your gut burst. I'll be your huckleberry, I can quit that thirst. Baby eating lizard people, alien sex. What's next? Trump in a dress, fucking Flynn on his desk. A retard in a vest, climbing up 5G towers. Cause you told him if he did, he'd get fucking superpowers. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go, I think I started some shit. Piss them off, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. I used to find clues too when I was high on shrooms. I found myself a tunnel that led to Jason Q's bedroom. Open his closet, I found some of his meat rockets. I strapped it to my shoes and then I flew through the roof. I found myself in orbit strapped to an F-16. High on amphetamine, with Trump in between. Put on a light coat of baby oil and saluted the troops. He tapped me on the shoulder and said, this is gonna be it. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. What, what, what? What? I'll get my files. Wait, what are you doing? It's a, stop, on, fucking it's... stop. Dude, come on, it's a, it's seriously. 
Just God, God, arms an alcoholic. Give me a. Oh my God. Damn it. Here we go. I think I started some shit. It's the moth. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go. I think I started some shit. It's the moth. It's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. You know that stage is set. You better buckle up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Round three. Down goes Nino. We say it isn't so. Got him back to five. Right, just so you know, guys, over on YouTube, this is Podbean only. This is just the announcement. So well. for the Podbean morning show, the hangover with cold beer confession. Thank you for joining no us. Damn research. Work copy on Cox came first, ninth in second string, and they acting like they know hitters ass on stolen bullshit and bronze to the shitter. All this nonsense on my conscience, it's hard to sleep at night. Who the fuck is in my window with this time of the night? These parasites, these leeches with all their secret meetings, teaching all you fucking cretins about baby eating heathens. Believing in reasons with no meaning is bullshit. Real bird motherfuckers out here busting the griffs. Here we go, I think I started some shit. It's the moth, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set. You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we go, I think I started some shit. It's the moth, it's about to get lit. Get the place in the best. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We are currently live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. This is a Podbean exclusive, so make sure you click the link. I'm going to put it under the video as a comment as well um, in just a second. As soon as I, I have to end the live stream first, and I'll pin it to the top. But uh, make sure you join us over on Podbean. We are live now. Uh, you don't have to have the app. Uh, you just have to have it to chat. So you can go to it on your computer. You can go to it on your phone browser. You don't have to have the app, but this is the morning show. It's called The Hangover with Cold Beer Confessional every morning at 8 a.m. Uh, when, when I make it. So come join us on the app. And don't forget, we have Griffbusters today, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got Griffbusters coming up today. Uh, and I'll see you guys then if you don't join us on Podbean. Thank you for showing up. I appreciate it. And we'll see you over there. Have a good one, guys. All right. So now, <laughs> welcome. Welcome, everybody. The uh, the video is done. Um, I'm going to try to pin a comment right quick while we're talking. How's everybody doing this morning? Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Um let me let me open my own video here. Yeah, I hope you guys uh hope you guys have a good day so far. Everybody going to work yeah, or getting man. ready or whatever. Um I appreciate you guys coming out, hanging with us. We'll get started in just a second. Um in this comment, pin, pin. Good to go. I think we're good, guys. Uh, again, like I said, uh, Griffbusters is today. It'll be live on my channel. Uh, it'll be edited and put back up on uh, M's channel, Intel Lady, and probably Justice. I think everybody's going to be there, so make sure you check that out. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Griffbusters today. I actually have to build a new overlay for it today. So make sure you check that out. I'd appreciate it. Um, other than that, yeah, how's everybody doing? Everybody getting by all right? Ollie's been sick. Uh, he seems to be getting better. Um, I was thinking about what I was going to cover today. And I was thinking about what we'd covered in the past and what it seemed to do well. And I grew up in a super small town. I don't, I don't think a lot of you guys probably have that same experience uh, growing up in a small town as I do because I grew, I grew up in BFE. Well, Brian knows she grew up in BFE as well. 
Uh, it is, it is what it is, but you know, I had, I had decent parents. Um, <laughs> my dad's a good guy. My, my mom's a good person and, uh, they try to raise us right. But I, I do have some interesting stories growing up with my dad. Um, there's one time that I, <laughs> I wish I would have had a video camera, uh, that I said I had a, uh, I had a motorcycle in high school, a dirt bike. And uh, it was set up to where I, six foot tall, could just barely touch on my tippy toes. That's the way you're supposed to ride it. Then you got the most suspension travel. So you can just barely, you know, get your feet on the ground. But you got the most suspension travel for when you go over a jump or something. I stuck my dad on it once. uh, And uh, he is about five foot six or seven. He couldn't touch the ground. He couldn't stop. He got stuck on it. That was a pretty funny story. But some of the funniest stories... Uh, are actually either when I was adult or when I was much younger. So my dad, my dad threw a poodle once. That was that's a rather famous story. Um, that's a rather famous story. My dad throwing a poodle at my uh, delinquent sister who had snuck out of the house and got busted. Um, he so all I remember as a young child is, is waking up and I thought we were on some type of special mission. I had no idea what was going on. Not that my dad like abuses animals. Let's stop that. But this was just an accident, a pure accident. But, uh, I just thought it was cool. Me and my dad were hanging up. It's, it's hanging out. It's nighttime. I'm supposed to be in bed. Something weird's happening. This never happens. Why are we sitting on the couch in the dark? Come to find out that my sister, my oldest sister had snuck out in the middle of the night and my dad had woke up to find her bed empty. So she had snuck out to go running around, hanging out with the boys. You know what kids do? My dad decided that he would set a trap (laughs) in the darkness. He would set a trap and be hanging out, sitting on the couch when she, when she arrived. Now out of blind anger and rage, all I remember is the door just freak it open and then a dog yelping but what had actually happened is my sister had been out hanging out with her friends she snuck out um, and she decided she was the only way to get back in um i think she had snuck out a window but dad had shut the window and locked it so the only way back in was going to be the front door of the house now she had a key to the front door of the house and there was a key that we kept outside so she was she could easily get back at the house so she comes creeping in real real slow like everything's pitch black dark me and my dad are sitting on the couch everything's blacked out she comes creeping in we could see the lock turn it's handle jiggle lock turn she opens the door and my dad wants to scare her <laughs> my dad thinks it, it would be a good idea to scare her and make her you know jump and realize he's awake because we're sitting in the dark she doesn't know we're there uh, it's it's early way wee hours of the morning, um, so he goes to reach for what he thought was the remote control. Uh, <laughs> it was not. He grabs, he snatches whatever that is on the couch and slings it towards the door frame near my sister, not at my sister, but near my sister to scare her. Turns out it was my mom's poodle, not a remote control, but he grabbed it and threw it so quick. He never, he didn't, he didn't do the, the, he didn't test the weight. He didn't, he didn't, like, why is this furry? He didn't, this is the wrong shape. Why is it moving? He just snatched it and threw it. Poodle hit the wall. It broke, it, it actually broke part of its orbital bone. Like it's, uh, it's eye fell out. <laughs> I know that's fucked up, but it, I don't know. It's just, uh, 
we come from a place where we kept raccoons as pre- as pets, so um, it's it's a little bit strange talking about it. I know that's messed up, but we had to we had to take it and it had to have surgery. Uh, my mom comes, <laughs> my mom comes in the living room like every mom does, starts screaming and throwing her hands up. I can't have nothing. You guys ruin everything. You take everything from me. Oh. If it's it's a funny story. Yes, I said we used to keep raccoons as pets. We used to catch I don't I don't know. I feel I feel like uh what is that uh um damn it. Uh on just a second. Look at something up right quick for you. I feel like Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Like, not that I'm funny like Theo Vaughn and not that I'm famous like Theo Vaughn, but telling like these back ass words, redneck stories, like from, from deep in the, deep in the heart of Appalachia, I feel like Theo Vaughn running around. But yeah, we used to catch, we would catch raccoons in a live trap. So like no damage. It doesn't like hurt their legs. It doesn't do nothing like that. Right. You catch a raccoon in a live trap and then you take that raccoon and you dump it, you, you open up the trap and dump it underneath a five-gallon bucket, like a bucket you'd get at Lowe's or Home Depot or you would steal from somebody. And when you dump it under the bucket, you take ether, which is which is starting fluid, for, if you don't know, like starting fluid for a car, spray a little bit under that bucket, and it knocks the raccoon out. Like the, ra- the raccoon just knocks out. Um... So yeah, raccoons are wild. <laughs> raccoons are wild. So it knocks the raccoon out, and why it's knocked out? All you do is you put a, the little dog collar on it, and a chain, and a stake in the yard. So you you'd show up at my house on any given on any given day. You may show up to my house, and there would be somewhere in between four and twenty four <laughs> pet raccoons staked up in the yard, uh, like we was running some kind of raccoon puppy mill. <laughs> what the hell was wrong with us? What was wrong with us? We were back backwoods, stupid ass. I told Mariah one time they should they should we should hide cameras in my parents' house. We should hide ca- cameras in my parents' house and make a reality show from it. They're fucking hilarious and they don't think it they don't think they are. Um, the last of my family having a live trap right now. I got you. We should, we should hide the cameras and just make it a reality show. They're hilarious and, and they don't, they don't understand it, but more people would know. I will tell you one story about my dad and my mom currently. This is current. This is a few years ago. I sold my dad a pistol. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm big into like, uh, I'm not like one of these like tactical plate carriers on every show and let's show up with all the straps and bells and whistles. But I mean, obviously we keep, we keep home defense stuff handy. Um, and, uh, we've got quite a bit. We got a camper chocked full. I could arm my whole family probably 10 times over. I probably arm the campground we live in. You want to be honest with you. And that's, that's a primary weapon and a backup, but I sold my dad a pistol at one time because he needed a pistol and I wanted to get a, uh, a different length frame. So I had a full size and I wanted to go to a compact. So I sold my dad this pistol. It was a Glock. It was a Glock 17 
and I was going to a Glock 19. So when I sold him the pistol, I said, hey, I know you probably don't have any 9mm rounds. I'll leave this magazine with rounds in it because I got a ton of 9mm. And the way I carry my pistol is um, hollow point, or it's full metal jacket, then hollow point. Uh, sometimes two full metal jackets. But it's full metal jacket, then hollow point, then full metal jacket, then hollow point, then full metal jacket. I alternate the rounds. That way, if someone hides behind a car door... I can still reach out and touch them if I need to communicate. You know what I'm saying? Like I could send them a message and it's not just going to flatten out and won't penetrate. So a full metal jacket would just go through shit, right? A, a hollow point will not. A hollow point doesn't penetrate um, stuff that's, you know, thick, dense, heavy metal. Uh, it, it'll actually expand and you might get some shards through it. You might get some bursts of like plastic and steel from the door. But you're not getting around through there. Now, a hollow point to go out there, get somebody. It's an attention getter, uh, but it doesn't do as much damage. So I alternate the two, hollow point, full metal jacket, hollow point, full metal jacket. So anyways, the magazine was loaded. And I said, uh, Dad, I'll leave these rounds, this magazine. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I don't have any 9mm. Well, fast forward about six months. My mom is cleaning out their closet and she is up on a ladder because she's, she's short and she's getting shorter. The older she gets, the shorter she gets. So she's up on a ladder cleaning out the closet and my dad walks into their bedroom where the closet she's going through the bedroom closet and dad says, Oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, clean out the closet. He said, good. You know that pistol William sold me? I haven't seen it. You said you put it up in the closet. You said you put it up in the closet. Where is that pistol? Like, is can we can we see that pistol? Can, can we get it out and make sure it's still here? I might need to check it out. Maybe I need to oil it. Maybe I need to clean it. I don't know. But I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe we should do something with it. And so my <laughs> my mom's like, oh yeah. My mom's my mom's famous line is I didn't lose it. I just put it up and forgot where I put it. I just put it up and forgot where I put it. That's not the same as losing it. Losing it would be losing it. Putting it up and forgetting where you put it is something entirely different. And that's the first thing you got to know when you're, when you're living with a Southern mom. That's, that's a completely different scenario. So she, she fumbles around and looks, blah, blah, blah. Again, she's on a ladder. She finds it and she tosses it in the case out on the bed. So she, she yells back at my dad and says, there, found it, told you, I knew exactly where it was at. 45 minutes later, after panicking and having no idea where it was at and freaking out and going back and forth and doing this, doing that, she finds it and she says, uh-oh, somebody called out Kathy H in the chat. Welcome, Kathy H. Anyway, she finds it and, of course, she's got a rub in his face. Found it, told you, I knew exactly where it was at. I just forgot. I knew exactly where it is at. I just forgot. Tell me that ain't a line. Anyways, so my dad comes back in there to check out the pistol. Now, he gets the pistol, and, you know, my dad knows about gun safety. He knows what's going on. He knows how to treat a load every firearm like it's loaded. Keep your finger on the trigger. Don't put the firearm in anything unless you plan to kill it. Blah, 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 blah. All the rules... Firearm safety one-on-one, but he's also getting old in age. Stuff's starting to slip. 
mistakes happen, blah, blah, blah. He's not dumb enough to point a weapon at anybody unless he intends to use it. But still, I mean, maybe he doesn't clear the chamber as often. Maybe he doesn't do this. Maybe he doesn't do that. Now, uh, the Glock has the magazine in it. Now, for some reason, some reason, he thinks that it's unloaded. Even though I've told him I left it loaded. I told you I left rounds in the magazine. There's not one in the chamber, but there's rounds in the magazine. So in the process of looking to see if it needs to be cleaned, it needs to be taken care of, he racks the slide. to chunk Now there's a round in the in the in the chamber. There's a round in the chamber. It's it's a ready to go. And if you don't know about Glocks, there is no safety. Well, there, there technically is a safety, but it's built into the trigger. When you pull the trigger, you're activating the safety as well. It's got a little you know a little switch on the trigger. So it's not like you have to flip a switch on the side. So now, now the thing's ready. My mom's head, she's on a ladder. My mom's head's all the way up in the top of the closet, digging through, cleaning out, rearranging totes and Tupperware and whatever she can find. My dad just put a round in the chamber of a firearm that he knows little to nothing about. He just, you know, he bought it and then kind of put it away. What do you think's fixing to happen? What do you think's going to happen in this situation so <laughs> ends up that uh mom is not paying attention her head's in the closet she's doing her thing everything's everything's going fine everything's going good and then boom my dad points the weapon at the mattress and squeezes a round off boom striker fired pistol Striker fires, round goes off, round goes in through their comforter into the mattress, okay? Into the mattress. Now, I don't know if you've ever, you probably haven't, but if you ever fire a gun, their apartment's not huge. You know, it's a smaller apartment. Plus, they were in a, one of the smaller rooms. It's a, it's a bedroom. I don't know if you've ever fired a gun inside especially when you weren't expecting it, but you're, you're rattled. You're deaf for a little bit. You are deaf. It is not good. It is. <laughs> ears are ringing. They're already older, hard of hearing. Their ears are ringing. A little bit of smoke fills the room. It's, it's, I mean, powder makes smoke. If a bright flash, they can hardly see. Now this causes a response in my mom to where she freaks out on top of the ladder, boom, hits her head, and jumps, half jumps, half falls off the ladder. Gun fired. She doesn't know what's going on. When the gun fires, it ejects a round or a casing and loads another round. It ejects the spent casing and loads another round. Now, if you've shot enough, you know this happens more often than you like to admit, but that casing... That casing shoots up in the air and goes down the front of my dad's shirt. Again, deaf, a little blinded, a little bit of smoke in the room, can't hear each other, uh, caught off guard. Now a hot casing is literally searing the flesh underneath my dad's skin. So my dad instinctively starts 
patting his body down, trying to find that hot casing, right? He's hitting it, he's touching it, he's rubbing. And he's going... <laughs> he's screaming, Oh, hell, it's hot! It's hot! It's hot! Yeah, it's hot! Burn all to hell, it's hot! And he's he's trying to get that casing out of his shirt while he does he does his little dance around the room. Now, my mom, with a fresh concussion just landing on the floor like a ninja off the ladder, deaf and peering through smoke, and just like she got a flashbang, doesn't hear, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. I'm, I'm burn all to hell. She hears, I'm shot, I'm shot, I'm shot. I'm, I'm bleeding all to hell, something. I'm shot in her uh, in her current state. She's not she's not understanding what's going on very well. So my dad just wants help trying to get the shell casing out from underneath his shirt and figuring out where the round went. My mom falls to the floor in tears, <laughs> thinking my dad accidentally just shot himself. She's on the floor rolling back and forth crying. My dad's doing some type of weird. He's already thrown the ground to the ground. He's doing some kind of weird dancing, patting himself up and down, left and right, trying to get the shell casing out while he's screaming. Both of them are deaf, literally screaming at each other. Neither one of them can hear the other one good enough to make out what they're saying. And that's about the time that I open up the back door and see this. See this whole entire conflict going on. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I had no The only thing I knew is I heard a bang, and now now everybody's freaking out. I'm going to draw my pistol. Hell, we might as well just start shooting all over the place. Fuck it. Shoot it like the OK Corral up in here. It was, uh, it was an interesting day. Uh, it, took me, it took me several minutes to explain both sides of what was going on to both people. It was actually, it was actually pretty interesting, but that's, that's the day that we realized maybe we shouldn't be selling firearms to dad, or maybe we get him a nice revolver or something, something, something else. Maybe he's not a Glock guy. Uh, there's lots of people that are not Glock people. That's fine. He's, he must be one of them, I guess. Anyways, that was the, uh, I ended up buying that pistol back. Thank God before they, <laughs> before they ended up killing another mattress, the, the round went through the mattress, through the box springs, through the, uh, like a wooden bed frame they've got like a built in wooden bed frame into the floor and disappeared. Actually, you still, there's just like a hole there and a hole in their mattress and box springs. which is pretty wild. But they've they've never really recovered from that. I don't think they get God their fuck. Could you imagine? Like reality TV is fake as shit. I don't know if you guys know this, but especially reality TV that involves like struggling people trying to make ends meet and fixing to lose their house. That's all fake. That's all fake, right? Because, like, okay, I, there's a show that I really like, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I know it's drama and stupid and blah, blah, blah. But I like the show Gold Rush, okay? I like the show Gold Rush. I think it's a good show. And I just, I'm interested in gold mining. I think it's really cool the way they dig a fucking hole. They, they classify it. They process it. They get it going down. 
Um, and then after that, they put it in a sluice box and they're able to separate the gold because it's heavy, right? It's heavier than the other things. And gold and black sand collect, and then they fix that. I think it's I think it's super interesting. It's a super inter- interesting theory and blah, blah, blah. The thing I don't like about Gold Rush is the crazy-ass kind of... Um, kind of spin that they put on the thing. They're all losing their house. They're all they're they're all losing their house every season. How do you lose your house for five years? Oh, we're right on the verge of being homeless, you know, man, my wife's having a kid and blah. Yeah, that's what you said two years ago when you started the show. So come to find out that um it's actually uh gold rush is uh is um scripted pr- pretty well scripted um it's 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 scripted from start to finish it is uh it is not new it is it is not real it is not real reality tv instead they're paid a shit ton of money whether they find gold or not they're paid a shit ton of money just for the episodes. I think some of them are making like $20,000 an episode. Some of the top guys are probably making forty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 an episode. They're not losing their house. The day they show up, they, like their house is taken care of, right? They're not, they're not on the verge of being kicked out. Now, what bothers me is like maybe I'm the minority, but I would still watch the show if they were just honest. I don't want to see your fake fights. I don't want to say, oh, I caught Brad talking about Billy, and I'm I'm friends with Billy, so I'm going to go tell Billy, and then Billy's going to be mad. And when Billy gets mad, you guys will see what will happen next week on Gold Rush. Like, that is, that's, I would still watch it if they're just like, this is how you find gold, if it's like a documentary. But I guess more people watch it because all the drama, but, uh, yeah, if I had a reality TV show and could put my parents on it, that would that would that would be a good one. My dad's my dad's had a bunch of funny moments. We used to travel as kids a lot. Like we we weren't wealthy, um, but instead of instead of like taking vacations, like a typical family would take vacations, and you you know go somewhere and get a hotel or whatever. Um, you know, stay, rent a cabin, rent an Airbnb, whatever. Instead of doing that. What we'd actually do is um, we would go and we would go and if we had, we had to have a relative in that area, right? We had to have a relative in that area so we could kind of mooch off them. We could we can mooch off them and what they had going on. That way, it was it was free to stay somewhere, right? You don't have to worry about it if it's free to stay somewhere. Oh, I got an uncle and you know the at the beach. I've got a cousin, you know, in California. I've got this and that. We mostly went to like North Carolina and Florida. We have family members that live there, of course. So we would we would go there. But traveling was interesting with my dad. My dad's an old truck driver. So it, he's he's in it for the long haul, right? He's trying to beat the GPS. He's trying to take the old road instead of the new road. He's trying to beat he's trying to beat the state troopers. And one very interesting thing, I remember this. I thought everybody's childhood was like this. I thought that it was I don't know if I thought it was illegal or like against your religion or or what was going on, 
but I legitimately thought if there was not if <laughs> if it was not on the right side of the road that you couldn't stop at it until the trip back. Now you're going to say, "Well, that sounds silly." Yeah, I know. But I was told as a child that if we wanted to stop at something, it had to be on the right side of the road because we were not crossing traffic to go to go to things. Because my dad didn't like to try to get back. So anything on the right side of the road, you could stop at. Like if it was a store, or if it was a gas station, or if it was if it was somewhere to eat. If it was on the right side of the road, because we drive on the right, you could stop at it. If it was on the left side of the road, fuck you, you could stop at it on the way back. You better remember too, because I'm not helping you remember. So anything on the right side of the road. We could, <laughs> and I thought that was legitimately a thing. Like we, as kids, we didn't even look out the left side car window. We know we can't stop over there. They know, they know sense in looking. They know sense in fucking looking. It's either on this side or it doesn't exist. We're going here or we're not allowed to. And then he would, you know, he'd drive for long spans and, and. <laughs> Try to get us there. We had scheduled piss breaks. You had to be back in the car. It's like a it's like a NASCAR pit crew in and out, thirty seconds or less, or the car moves on without you. You you just became a gas station child. You became a homeless person as a child. Anything on the right side of the road, you're allowed to stop at. Anything on the left, you'll see it on the way back. Don't even look over there. Don't worry about it. My mom was famous for pouting until she got her way, though. <laughs> I remember one one whole trip where all my mom talked about, for some reason, was going by Cherokee, North Carolina and getting some moccasins. She wanted moccasins. I have no idea why. I don't know what she did with them, how she used them, what she was going. She talked about moccasins all the way down, but they were on the left side of the road. So we couldn't get them on the way down and almost all the way back. So eventually my dad freaks out and he's like, we're going to get the damn moccasins. We're going to get them. Don't worry. You don't have to keep telling me. I know we're going back through Cherokee. We'll get the moccasins. And my mom, my mom fucking crawls up into a space that's literally as if she's sitting on top of the door lock indicator. You know how a woman gets upset and they like they like fucking ball up into a, into a void. Their whole entire body gets smaller and they're just ignoring everything, looking out the window. So we finally we finally drive. We almost get in a couple wrecks. My dad misses the exit has to turn around, backtrack, get back off the exit. Nothing's being said. It is dead silence. Dead silence. We know it's better than the alternative, and Dad drives us all off a bridge. Nothing is being said. Dead silence. Miss the exit. Had to flip around. Had to come back. Get there. The store doesn't open for like 28 minutes. We're way too early. We got to get in there and get out because we left at the crack of dawn. Again, my dad's a truck driver. Got to get up early, get some miles underneath us, huh? If I plan this right, I can do it with only two fuel stops. <laughs> Anyways, store doesn't open up for like 28 minutes. Mom's sitting there pouting. Dad's sitting there pouting. A Native American fellow comes over and flips the sign from, uh, from close to open. And I thought you could cut, you could cut the tension with your finger. You wouldn't even need a knife. It was so thick. You could slice it with your hand, like a Judy chop through the thing. My mom froze. My mom froze. 
the store is now open. She made a big deal out of it. My dad made a big deal out of it. The store just opened. We're sitting in the parking lot. Everybody's staring at the Indian guy who just flipped the sign and my mom's not going in. How will this end? What is going on? It ended up in an argument. If, if you're wondering how it ended, it ended up in an argument. You're going to go get them damn moccasins. We've drove 800 miles, two days, missed the exits, left-hand side of the road, messed up all my fuel stops. I'll be damned. You're getting some moccasins. <laughs> I do remember getting moccasins. I don't know what we did with them. Yeah, Cherokee, North Carolina is a, is a pretty cool place. We've been there. We've been there a couple times. No, I always had a, I always had an uncle, or uh, my uncle Ron lives at the beach. He was in the Marine Corps, um, so he lives at the beach and retired from the Marine Corps, and and then started working there as a civilian. And now he's just like a retired mechanic, so we could go stay with him basically for free at the beach. And then when my sister got older and moved away, my oldest sister she married a Marine. He was stationed at the beach and um, ended up being in North Carolina as well. And then later on in Florida. So we always had a place to go, um, somewhere to go, somewhere to do, something to do. And we could stay for free. That's how we took our vacations. It was it was never like fancy or like renting a cabin or Airbnb or rarely a hotel. A lot of the vacations as kids weren't even really vacations. We just followed around ball tournaments. Where's Where's the ball tournament at this summer? Where's the state championship? Where's this? Where's that? And that's where we went. We had a camper too when I was little. A bunch of different campers. We had uh, we had everything from a pop up camper. I remember that until my dad started getting close to like retirement, uh, and his camper started getting nicer and nicer camper. Never a fifth wheel, always tag along, but still nice campers. But uh, mom, mom and dad could get into it. They <laughs> they are something else. Uh, they're both stubborn. They're both they're both oblivious to each other. It's it's a it's a fun time. It is a fun time. There was three of us growing up, but there was a big age gap in between uh, my oldest sister and then me and my other sister. I'm the baby, of course. They had they had two other chances to fuck it up, and they did. They finally got it right. But um, my oldest sister is a big age gap because my dad uh, my dad was with my mom, of course. And uh, all the same dad, all the same mom. But he went out on the road after having his first kid. And he went out over the road and drove for a long time. And, you know, wasn't around as much and blah, blah, blah. So they, they didn't have any kids. And then when he come off the road, that's when me and my other sister were born. We're only like a, a little over a little over two years apart. three, and A little over three years apart. Um, and then, um, so we're actually pretty close, but my, my sister older than that, it's like 10 years older than either one of us, uh, which is wild. You guys remember going on trips? Does anybody else go on trips and you couldn't stop at anything on the right side, on the left side of the road? Nope. It's on the left side. Doesn't exist. Can't stop. We're not part of it. God. We had some good times. My, my dad's a, my dad's a character. He, he's always convinced that they're out to get him, that there's some type of conspiracy when he's, when he's out on the road, um, that different States, he was, <laughs> we'll be driving down the road and some guy would cut him off. And then some other guy would come up and ride his ass and then pass us. And they'll both have the same state tag on. 
It is it is be like a Georgia state tag. It's not the fact that we're literally in Georgia. It's that the state of Georgia is conspiring against him to block him in. To block him in. And that's what's going on. Yeah, Mariah didn't have Mariah didn't really have trips. She had uh she had visitation. It's kinda like Mariah was in prison. Ex truck drivers, man, I'm telling you. I mean, my dad was a safe driver. You didn't have to worry about him driving through the night. You didn't have to worry about him driving too early or not enough or doing this or doing that. I mean, he hauled freight for a long time. It was just uh it was just funny seeing the way we could only stop at one side of the road. We could only do this, we could only do that. Everybody remembers what he did to that poor poodle. We we ain't trying to catch a door frame at eighty miles an hour being thrown like a poodle. Um yeah. Uh my sister my sister, that was the first story we told if you missed it, but that wasn't the only time she snuck out. She snuck out uh, another time. My dad had just bought her a brand well, a brand used <laughs> and new to her. And she got when she was able to drive, bought her a Camaro RS. Now it was a nicer Camaro. This is back in the fuck eighties, I guess. But uh a Camaro. The nice Camaro. It was jet black. Had some nice wheels and tires on it. It was a cool car. I'd given it to her. That was a car she was going to drive to and from school, uh, which is probably pretty scary. She would have wrecked it. Uh, but that sister's not the brightest. She is. She is not the brightest bulb that we have in the family. So she snuck out one time. She was supposed to be going to her friend's house. She didn't go to her friend's house instead. And dad had told her, go to your friend's house, stay there, don't have the car out late at night. Well, that never happens. So she was supposed to be going to a friend's house and stay in the night. Instead, she went and picked up her friend, went riding around, joy riding in her new car. But again, she's not the brightest. So she gets down on a, on a secluded road here we have locally. We call it the river road. She gets down on a secluded road and runs out of gas. <laughs> runs out of gas. Not the gauge didn't work. Not it read inaccurately. Not there was no way to tell. Just ran out of gas. Pulled it on the side of the road. My dad has this special ability. He can be dead asleep. My dad likes to listen to police scanners. When we was a kid, I thought everybody's dad had a scanner in their room. Oh, that's not normal? Your dad doesn't have four scanner base stations going at all times where you hear all activity in the surrounding counties? Oh, that's strange. Yeah, right. Crazy person. That's that's completely normal. I can tell that's normal because my dad does it. Anyways, my dad has this special ability to where he can be dead asleep. Just went to sleep, asleep for eight hours, asleep for two hours. It doesn't matter. Stayed up for three days and just fell asleep now. It does not matter. If my dad hears his name on a scanner within 275 yards of the base station. He comes, he immediately perks up. He looks like a groundhog or a prairie dog. He just heard something interesting. Just pokes his head up, starts swiveling back and forth. What, what, what was that? Bam, bam. Did you hear that? Bam being my mom's name. Did you hear that? I think they said my name. So the cops end up, my sister runs out of gas and parks the car on the side of the road. It ends up being a traffic hazard. 
So the cops call it call it in because it's too, it's off the road completely, but it's too close. It's not in like a driving lane, but it's right on the edge of like where the asphalt would be instead of being fully in the par- parking lot. So the cops run the plates, and of course they come back to Dennis Bird. He wakes up out of a dead sleep. What? Who? Who said that? Pam. Pam. The cops just said Dennis Bird. No, they didn't. Go back to sleep. Yes, they did. They said something. Let's see what it is. Starts calling around. Finally gets hold of the police station. They're planning on towing the car and charging my dad for it, which we probably didn't have money for a tow bill at the time. But starts they start to they tow the car or they're going to tow the car. So instead, he calls down there. He puts on shoes, shirt, and shoes, and uh, some boots. Slips them on, and he has mom take him. And they go pick up the car so it doesn't have to be towed. Put gas in it from a five-gallon jug. Now, Jennifer refused to answer her phone. My oldest sister refused to answer her phone. So dad knew that it was broke down. He knew that it was out of gas. Um, or guessed that it was out of gas from turning the key on and seeing the gauge. But she she wouldn't answer. He didn't know how to get... We didn't have cell phones at the time. But, like, she wasn't with Julie. She wasn't with her normal friends. There's no response. But she did try... So imagine this. You're scared to death. The first time you've ever gone against your dad's wishes and took your car out driving at night, it runs out of gas. Your 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 boyfriend or your friends or whatever, like, don't worry, we'll come back, we'll get gas, but let's go over here first, take care of this, then we'll bring gas check back and we'll get the car. No big deal, nothing. As soon as you leave, the police pull in, they're like, no, we're going to tow it. A cranky old gentleman at 3 o'clock in the morning hears his name on the police scanner Wakes up out of a dead sleep, throws on shit, and is like, fuck it, I'll go get it. The car's in my name. So I can't imagine, I can't imagine the fear in my sister's head when she came back with her friends and a five-gallon jug of gas and the car wasn't there. Without cell phones, without contacting my dad, she had no idea had it been stolen, had it been towed, did he come get it? Was it abducted by aliens? Did it wash out into the river? Did it fucking earthquake happen and earth open up and swallow it whole? She had no idea. And she had to come home blind to that. She had to come in and face my dad, an admittedly scary person. She had to come in and face my dad, not knowing what happened to the car. My dad taught her a lesson with it, though. She had only had it for about a week, week and a half when this happened. He sold it two days later. Uh, sold that car. Done with that one. My dad, he is an intimidating... I'll give him that. He's, he's an intimidating... Well, he, he was an intimidating person. I'll never forget the time that... I think there's a time maybe in every man's life. It, it depends. If you have a son... There's a time in every man's life where you you eventually get to the point where you look at your son and you're like, ah, I want to watch what I say. He he's liable to whip my ass. He he's getting awful big. He's getting awful big. Blah blah blah. Now this happened to me when I was in high school. Now I was a collegiate athlete, or I got, I ended up going to jail instead of going playing ball in college. But I was supposed to play ball in college. And my senior year of high school. My dad got mad at me twice for the same thing. Now, I'll explain this to you. 
I had been out all night partying, been out all night partying with my friends, drinking and hanging out, doing shit we weren't supposed to do, probably drugs, everything else. And I had come home to sleep it off. It was a senior in high school. Football season was done. I was just waiting to get a college place in football. So we had, we had drank and partied and whatever. Now I had an old diesel pickup truck with a toolbox and I had set not a case, but a flat of beer where they're like, uh, they're like, uh, cans and they're already, they're already pre-wrapped with like as six packs to where they have a little plastic thing on them, but they're on a flat cardboard flat to where you get them. So I put a whole flat of beer in my truck toolbox and just covered it with a Carhartt jacket. I thought, oh, that'll work. My dad, while I was sleeping off my hangover, my dad decided he needed something, a tool or something, blah, blah, blah. Popped the, popped the lid to my toolbox. Saw that beer in there. Now, my dad was really mad about drinking and driving, which I didn't really, I didn't actually drink and drive that time, although I had before because I was an idiot and a kid and stupid and no telling what else. I, that night, I'd actually slept for a few hours before I ever even thought about driving. And I didn't get like shitty drunk. I just got like a buzz. There was some guys there that got shitty drunk, but not me. There's some girls there that got shitty drunk, but not me. Either way, he was mad about the drinking and driving. So he comes in, beats on my bedroom door. Get the, get the hell out of bed. Let's go right now. We, we need to talk. We need to talk. So I, you know, I lumber out of bed, hungover, not feeling this shit at all. Not feeling this shit at all. He brings me, he brings me back to the living room or to the kitchen. Has me have a seat, pushes out a chair for me at the kitchen table. And gives me the drinking and driving, disappointed, blah, blah, blah speech with a little bit of anger. That's an anger undertone. He's mad. We have the talk, whatever. The talk finishes, and I'm like, ah, I'm going back to bed. So I go back, still hungover, still feeling like shit. Go back. Now, as soon as he got done talking to me, he called my mom. He called my mom to... uh he called my mom to tell her what I had been up to. Now, when he calls my mom, my mom's like, well, who bought him the alcohol? And dad's like, I guess he bought it. He's 18. Like, no, 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 Dennis. You have to be 21 to buy alcohol. You'd be 21 to buy alcohol, not 18. So he gets all wound up again. He gets mad a whole nother time. Like as if I lied to him. Even though he never asked me who bought the alcohol, he asked me what I was doing with it. Anyways, he gets mad a whole nother time, wound up, hangs up the phone, comes and wham, 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 beating on the door. Get in here. Now I'm a little bit mad, okay? I already, I already once went in there for a cussing. Now I've been woke up twice and I'm supposed to go back to another cussing? What's happening now? I get sat down. Who bought the alcohol? Uh, uh, just some guy. Who bought it? Uh, just some guy. I'm not, I'm not telling you who bought it. Some guy bought it. I just can't believe blah, 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 blah. Then I make, I would, I would like to say a mistake, but maybe it was, maybe it was subconsciously planned. Uh, I don't know. But suddenly I get a grin on my face. 
and my dad sees red. Boom. The fuck he grinning for? I can I can hear his dialogue in his head. The fuck is he grinning for? I'm about to fuck this kid up. So I get a grin on my face, and that I mean that makes him go belligerent. The fuck you smiling at? Blah 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 blah. It, it got it got bad quick. Anyways, I just said I fuck it. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna keep on grinning. What are you gonna do? Make me change my expression? Let's do this. I just keep on grinning. We're just grinning. That's when my dad says, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. This is still my house. If you want to get that kind of attitude, how about, how about you just stand your ass up and we take it outside? Acts like he's going to walk for the door. And I, I'm, I'm assuming... On a better day, I probably wouldn't have done nothing. I probably would just sat there. I probably wouldn't have grinned. But, you know, I wasn't feeling real good. I was kind of hungover. I was kind of pissed off. I'd been woke up twice now to complain about the same thing. So on this day, on this day, I said, okay. And I stood up. Now, to hear my dad tell that was probably a better side of the story. Maybe we'll have him on sometime. But he said it was like he went into slow motion. And it was like I stood up for three minutes straight. I just kept getting taller and bigger. And ta- I'm I'm a good foot taller than my dad. <laughs> and at 18, I was a good foot taller than my dad. So I, obviously, I never hurt my dad. But uh, I think it hurt his pride more than anything. He said it looked like it took you five minutes to stand up. I was I was amazed. When I really thought something was on the line, you looked a lot bigger. You grew. Something happened. So finally I said, okay, and stood up. And when I got fully standing and started walking through the door, that's when my dad's like, wait, 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 wait. There's no need to make this violent. There's no need to get out and do all this. Maybe we can talk about it. And then my dad sat down. <laughs> I think that's going to, I think that probably comes in every, every guy's life. If you got a son, eventually his son's going to be able to whip that ass. I can't, Ollie could probably already. I don't know. He's God. He's wild. I don't know. I don't know what the hell Ollie's gonna do. But uh, I don't. That was a. That's a weird story. That my dad's a good storyteller. Maybe I'll have him on sometime. Uh, but yeah, I like. Uh, <laughs> he's funny. He's uh He's a. He's a good guy. Anyways, that's what it's like growing up in my childhood. Mostly, we got we got drunk. We we partied. It's a small town. None of that, none of that stupid shit like cow tipping and stuff. I think I've been, I think I've been, uh, I think I've been cow tipping once. Instead of cow tipping, we went, we just went DUIing. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a thing you do? Driving under the influencing. Uh, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was, we had a good time growing up. My dad's, my dad's a good guy. We have a lot of fun now. I like the life and joke. It took forever for Mariah to get used to us. She'd always say, "Your family hates me." They're always picking on me. But that's what we do. That's where I got my sense of humor from. That's where that's where it comes from, right? Man likes to pick and poke fun and have a good time. I don't know. And that's my dad's a good guy. If I can if I can have him on sometime to tell some stories, I will. But uh we just we'll just have to see how that goes. He's kinda he's camera shy, but the you know, the podcast wouldn't make him camera shy. He's got some good ones. He was, uh, (laughs) 
he was telling me a story about the first time he ever did uh he ever did acid and him and a buddy went over to a mutual friend's house he and a buddy went over to a mutual friend's house and the guy's talking about acid and how cool it is and like you stay up for days and you see all kinds of crazy shit and it's a lot of fun and you guys should try it and my dad's like nope not doing it my my dad's dad my papa all all oliver will kill me my dad will kill me i'm not doing it nope i gotta go home tonight no you ain't tripping you ain't tripping my ass out the guy kind of shrugs and then him and his friend my dad and his friend start talking about it and they're like well you know i could say i'm staying at your house you could say you're staying at my house maybe we could do it maybe we get away with this maybe i wouldn't have to go face my dad you know what are we gonna do we could do it i've never been offered it before but i want to try it blah 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 you can you can tell kind of like they're just from their conversation they're probably fixing to do it so while they're while they're while they're discussing it uh the the mutual friend comes in and you know hands them something to drink and 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 listens to their discussion and he's sitting there listening to the back and forth back and forth back and forth finally my dad and his friend look up and say <laughs> say okay well ah i guess we're going to try it, but not a lot how about how about like a quarter of a hit or a half a hit is there some way that you could split it that we're going to take a full hit and he the uh, the mutual friend says i'm glad you guys decided to do it because you already did and points to the cokes they gave him he gave him coke <laughs> the coke the drinks that he handed them while they were discussing whether they wanted to do it or not were already laced with lsd he said too late you done did it too late you done did it so of course that that drives my dad into into a full a full bad trip basically right you're already panicked you're already you're already nervous now you're afraid you're gonna get busted and this dude just kind of fucks you had a full bad trip had to go home his damn his dad was there waiting on him when he got there it's it's a whole mess maybe we'll have dad on sometime he's a he's a pretty decent storyteller but uh yeah i've got i've got a bunch of stories about my life i thought maybe some of the stories would brighten your day i got i don't know i grew up i guess i grew up super country super redneck a bunch bunch of weird stuff going on you mean to tell me you don't have pet raccoons in your front yard <laughs> i thought that was everybody had raccoons i thought that was everybody another weird thing about the way i grew do you guys remember what a floby was a floby a floby is a as seen on tv device that you hook up to a vacuum cleaner to cut your hair at home. Now, I don't know if the Floby, if our Floby was dull, or if I was just a little bitch, or if all Flobies are like this, but as a kid, I used to have to report to my aunt's house where she would use a Floby and a shop vac. Sounds like a fucking, it sounds like a jet engine on a test stand. <sighs> Right, right on the side of your head. It's like bone connectivity, bone conduction technology. Where it would, she, I would have to go up there and get my hair cut for my aunt. I always hated it, man. God, 
Fucking Floby was rough. The guards were fucking weird. It was loud as hell. It felt like it was always pulling, ripping hairs out rather than cutting them. That's the best selling point of the Floby. I hear it's still around. I looked it up the other day. Actually, let's look it up right now. I hear it's still around. Uh, the Floby hair. Floby factory direct. Yeah, home home hair cutting system. Actually, let's see what's going on here. Chopping my hair off with a Floby. Lockdown self haircut. Floby haircut. Let's listen to the info marshal here, I think. Um, let me grab the commercial right quick. I hated it. The other thing she would do, the other thing she would do is clean out my ears when she did that. Now, I would try to clean out my ears with Q-tips, but I'm weird about my ears. I didn't want nobody else trying to do it. I wouldn't let my mom do it, dad do it, whatever. Um, cause I always felt like they were, gonna, but she forced me. It wasn't a choice. Like she forced me. Let's see if we can get this commercial going. Hold on just a second. Here we go. We have here. She could produce a good before the Floby, only a skilled professional could produce a good layered haircut. Tens of thousands have been sold to satisfied customers. Why? Because it really works. Proper suction is the key to getting great looking haircuts. I told you, Mariah, proper suction is the key. I don't know how many times you got to hear it before you understand. We need a vacuum changer in that bitch. Great looking haircuts with no cleanup. I think so. It's it's no different than a regular set of clippers, I guess. Except you know they the clippers have to be open for the air to suck your hair. So it, like when you put on a guard, instead of having to run the guard and, and stand up the hair and cut it, it pulls it in with the vacuum power, right? So. I guess the only advantage I can really think of is um, is there's no mess because the vacuum pulls all the hair into it. That's that's probably a good advantage. Oh, I like this. This ingenious device lets you give yourself and family perfect haircuts every time. Tens of thousands have been sold to satisfied customers. Why? Because it really works. That makes sense, though. That makes that makes a lot of sense. That that the tens of thousands. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's it's basically so. It's basically a contraption. Instead of the guard being on the outside, it's like your hair gets pulled on the inside, and a and a. I guess you guys have seen it. You know, a vacuum cleaner does it well. There's like guards for like the left side, the right side of your head, of course, tapered guards. Then there's length guards for the top. So you're supposed to taper a haircut. It's so much easier to just taper with a set of clippers and a comb or not even a comb. Just taper with with freehand with scissors or um, clippers. It's pretty easy. Like I don't I don't I don't know. I don't get the appeal of this, especially um, I think it was Char that said somebody recommended it to her for her boys because they don't like haircuts. Hell no. I mean, if it works, it works, and more power to you. But that thing's loud as hell. It's a shot back and clip. Like, people are like, oh, it's better than clippers. No, it's not. It's clippers plus a shot back. That's not any better. That's not any better for noise level. That's not any better for fucking scary shit. It's worse. It's both of them. It's, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, you could you could just be shot by a gun. Or you could be shot and stabbed, and that's better because you go to the front of the line in the emergency room. 
That's not better. I don't want to be shot and stabbed. I want. <laughs> I just want a haircut, lady. The fuck out of here. The Floby. That was the same aunt that my dad killed all her fish one time with. My dad had a. I've told this story before. My dad, of course, I told you he was a retired truck. I guess this is the show about my dad. My dad, of course, a retired truck driver. Um, he was real big into CBs and radios and stuff. We had a home base unit, and he had it ran through a couple of linear amps to really boost up the power. And uh, he would run it through a damn uh, t- an old TV antenna that was on the back of the house. Um, and the house that we lived in was like a duplex. We lived in a finished bottom house, and there was a whole top house above us. So we had a house on the bottom that was partially like... The, it was on a slope, so the front part of it was all above ground, and the back part of it kind of went into the ground. And then there was a ha- half of us that my aunt and uncle lived in that was a completely finished house as well, like a finished uh, full house. Um, it actually had two stories and a bunch of bedrooms. Our house just had the two bedrooms on the bottom. But it was like a duplex, so there was an old TV antenna out there nobody was using. That's why he ran a CB through. Well, when we first hooked it up... He was pushing so much power through the CB antenna and it, we didn't put it up high enough. We didn't put it up high enough or he did. not I was a kid at the time that when he hit the mic, it's, it's wonders we don't all have fucking brain cancer because when he keyed up the mic, it put out so much power. It killed all the fish in the fish tank in the upstairs houses, living room, killed all, all the fish were floating. When I lay all these stories out back to back, it's like we're horrible to animals. This isn't like, (laughs) this isn't a daily thing. Anyways, after that, we finally got the antenna right. Stopped killing the fish. Um, And then one day, a couple of, my dad was at work. I think we were out of school for summer. And a couple of guys in suits showed up at our house. And they said, ma'am, uh, we need to speak to your husband. And my mom shut the door in their face. She don't speak to no feds. What you think she's a bit? She thinks she's a snitch. Of course not. Anyways, they showed, they knocked again. She opened the door. She's like, we need to speak to your husband. She's told him he won't be back till blah, blah, blah. They came. My dad, you guys remember the old uh, switch house, the switch boxes they had for the, uh, phone companies. Um, like phone companies had these automated switch boxes to where when you called someone, you used to get, you used to, when you called long distance or out of your immediate area, when you call, you could hear clicking in the background. So they had after switch boards, which were operators, like plugging in lines, they had switch boxes, which were like automatic. When you dialed a certain area code, switches flipped, blah, 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 it did its own thing. Well, there was one probably a mile and a half from our house. Maybe not even that. Probably a half mile from our house, and where we lived at. So the F, the guy in the suits were the FCC, and this is before we even knew what the FCC was about. And they told my dad that he was putting on so much wattage when he killed up his keyed up his mic. It was no wonder that he killed the fish because he was literally flipping switches in a switch house for the local AT and T phone provider. And the guy from the FCC said, we got people out here that are making calls. They'll be making a call to Texas, talking to their great aunt. 
you hit your microphone, then suddenly they're talking to a different person in a different location. It just, boom, connects, starts flipping calls back and forth, switching them around, which would be wild. That's pretty cool. I didn't even know that was an option. Now, they didn't accuse my dad of anything. They said, we know someone out here is running way outside the broadcasting guidelines. We think we know the exact location of it. Now, we don't want to cause any trouble. We think it was just an accident. They were really nice, uh, it turns out. We thought they were going to be dicks. So they were really nice. They said, we don't want to cause any trouble. We just want to let you know that we know someone's operating outside the boundaries. We know who that someone is. And if it never happens again, we'll never say nothing about it again. But if it keeps happening, we'll be back to make sure that justice is served upon that person. So that night, my dad ripped out all the CBs, antenna, amplifiers, everything, took him to work and sold them. We ain't trying to get trying to get locked up over a CB antenna. Red sent the feds. I wouldn't doubt it. I think he's a fed. Red is a puppet. Red is a comedian from way back. We'll talk about Red for just a second. Red Stepstacker is a comedian. It goes by the name Bobby. And he had a show called Naked Puppets. Uh, let's see if I could find it on YouTube. Um, that's why he has that video footage of him um, of him with the uh, the puppets and the little girl or whatever. Um, that was what he used to do. He used to be a ventriloquist, I guess, which is weird because they're like, um, they're like already talking about, uh, they're talking, they're making fun of Sage and talking shit about Sage's wife having a puppet, but they're literally, I think it's called the naked puppet show. Just it. But uh, they're talking about Sage and his wife and the stuff that's going on there, but that's literally what they do. That's literally what Red did when he was trying to make it big as a comedian. When he was trying to make it big as a comedian, he did puppets. Funny, he might have took it all down, worried we were we would show it. Um, ba, 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 ba. we might have to do it later. There's Red Step Stacker. Hey, telephone guy, and watch Africa screams by the what? Man, he's got some weird fucking video titles. He's got, some, I guess it's a clickbait thing that he's doing, even though he calls it like, oh, I gotta wake up the liberal, the lib, the blue zombies, the blue zombies, right? But instead, it's just clickbait, and he pretends it's not clickbait. Let's see. Does he have any? Uh... Oh, he's deleted a bunch of shit. Sorry. I got interested in this. Um, but anyways, he, he ran a puppet show. He claims that he was a comedian at Second City. 
He ran a puppet show. It seemed like him and the guy that he was talking to, um, him and the guy that uh, he was doing the thing with, were planning on maybe getting a. Um, were planning on maybe getting a you know a cartoon signed on or something or this or that. Um, and they had wrote, wrote some cartoons together and, uh, it was just, I don't know. It was what it was. Uh, naked puppets. B Paul. Sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find, it looks like he's removed quite a bit of it. Um, it doesn't matter. We'll be wrapping up the show soon, but I did want to find part of it if I could. I forget what they called the I forget what they called their show. You guys remember what they called their show? Anybody's ever looked this up? Give me just a second. We're still looking. We're still looking. Um I don't know if I told anybody about this. I was looking it up, but I don't I don't know if I got anywhere. Um Oh, here it is. Live nude puppets is what it's called. I don't know why I was calling it naked puppets. Live nude puppets. It's got a YouTube channel and it's basically He's kind of turned it into Red Step Stacker, but if you go to like the oldest, if you flip the videos from like newest to oldest, sort by oldest first, they added oldest, then you get stuff like this. Um, show producer uh, Rufy. Let's see what this one is. This is a show they had called Live from Joliet Prison. Live. Joliet Prison. Hey, it's a sunny day! With your host, the Prophet, and me, Tiny. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and sit down with us. It's time to smile. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Tiny. How are you? Yeah, how are you doing? Just wonderful this morning. How are you? Oh, yeah, I feel so good. I got Jesus in my heart. So this is their show going back and forth live from Joliet Prison. By the way, I saw your comment. Um, yeah, you, we are actually lucky, Pixie. Uh, to, like this is, I know you just moved to Tennessee, right? Is that, was that you who just moved to Tennessee? It doesn't matter. But um, yeah, this is, if you just moved to Tennessee, then you actually got more snow this year than you'll probably get most years. Like this has been an abnormally lot of snow. I just want to give everybody a hug. All right, then. First things first this morning. We. That's their prison show. There's nothing really going on on the screen. There's another there's another show that they were doing called um, something something about a bong. Um, here here he is talking with his friend. Listen to this. Candy. We did something 
crazy. <clears throat> Something crazy happened the last couple of days. First of all, I'm gonna give you some backstory. Um, we write animation series and then we send them out to be sold. And we have two big ones. Both we write animation series and we send them out to be sold. The Bong and Live from Joliet Prison. Oh, there it was. Hold the on. last animation series and then we send them out to be sold. And we have two big ones, both the bong and live from Joliet prison. But in the last few days, we. So they have two shows. I would love to find these shows and maybe we could review them on a Patreon show. One time one is called Philip the bong, not fill up, but fill up the name, the bong and live from Joliet, Joliet prison. Maybe we can check out those shows sometimes and see how funny red is. Anyway, guys, um, I guess it's about time for you guys to get to work, uh, start your day. I hope you enjoyed the stories we had today. I was just, I don't know, telling stories from my past. I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent show. Um, you guys let me know, but um, I thought it was a decent show. I got plenty of stories and jokes and skits and all kinds of stuff to do here. So that's up to you guys. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, I appreciate you guys coming out. I know the morning podcast isn't as popular as our other podcasts or Liberty Warrior tapes or blah, 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 or me getting sued. But I want to keep the podcast channel open. I like it. I like to do video when I want to do video. I like to do podcasts when I want to do podcasts. Um, and eventually, I think what I'll do is every episode will be video and audio. And when I get, I want you guys to check out a website. Here's your homework. I know I've done this before. Um, let me grab it. It is I want you to go ahead and because he hasn't been on in a while, I want you to go ahead and click this link and check it out. Redbarradio.net, page two. Redbarradio.net and then go to page two. Basically, he has like a Patreon. He calls a Scars Club. And everything he does is a uh is a um redbarradio.net he does the scars club is his patreon he every episode is a video episode plus a podcast so you can listen to it in any form plus the free videos are there you can just click them and watch them then the paid videos when you click it it says oh you have to be a member and everything's laid out in one page it's ready to go um you can check it out and from, I want to set my webs, coldbeer.live. I want coldbeer.live to look like that. And then that way, every, everyone's there. Everyone's ready to go. Uh, no big deal. Everything's good. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. It's, I, th I think it'll be good. I think it'll work well. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the way eventually I'd like to have everything set up. I can't afford right now. They use Vimeo hosting. You have to pay. You can't pay for it month to month. So you have to pay for the whole year. It's seventy dollars a month. You have to pay for the whole year. So that ends up being what seven hundred eight eight hundred forty dollars, eight hundred fifty dollars to pay for it for the year. But when we do get that, when we do get it set up, um, I think we'll we'll be we'll have an awesome website over at coldbeer.live. I think it'll be ready to go. You can use YouTube app if you want to. You just go to coldbeer.live and then click the video to take you to YouTube or don't. Um, it doesn't really matter to me, but yeah, that'll that'll work good. Uh, 
and we'll uh, we'll have it set up like that eventually. Uh, so check out redbarradio.net. Scroll all the way to the bottom and go to the second page. Click two at the bottom or three or five or whatever and see how he's got his episode set up. The video on top, then a description, then the podcast. Video on top, then a description, then a podcast. And if it says this episode is for Scars Club members only, then that's what it is. So the podcast looks like, sounds like this. This episode is for Scars Club members only. Join the Scars Club at Red Bar Radio. So mine would just say this episode is for, um, this episode is for cult members only, blah, blah, blah. And the video won't play either. When you click the video for a Scars Club video, it asks, it tells you that you have to join to see the video. I think that'd work great. Uh, but check out that website. Let me know what you think about redbarradio.net. Uh, the page one, when you first go on there, the first page, it doesn't really have many videos or podcasts because he's kind of been off for a while. It's got a bunch of short videos and a bunch of YouTube stuff. He's, uh, he's dealing with a health problem, I guess. Um, so he hasn't been on in a while, but I think that's the way we'll set ours up anyways. Um, thank you guys for joining us. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out with us this morning. Hope you hope it made your day a little bit better. Give you a laugh. Gave you something to uh, to talk about at least. Um, we'll probably we'll probably cover some more contemporary. I'll probably do like story time, then more contemporary, then story time. I, my social media is about to come a, become a fishbowl. I've realized that yeah, some people are just here for the content I cover. Some people are just here for grifters. Some people are just here for I'm funny. Some people are just here because they've been here a long time. Some people are just here. But that ain't the way I'm going to treat it. My content's going to be surrounding me. So whatever I want to talk about, a lot of people are here just because they like me, just because they're a fan of me. Not my content, not my humor, not Mariah, the way me and Mariah interact, not politics, not this, not grifters, not that. They just like me. So my social media is a fishbowl. I cover whatever I want, whenever I want, and then we'll, we can bitch about it later. So I think, I think we're going to have some more um content some of you might find strange or whatever but just give it a chance i'm sure you'll like it especially if you feel like you're a fan of me um then i'm sure you'll like the direction we go no matter where we go so anyways guys thank you for joining us i appreciate it we'll see you next time on the podcast and i will see you on my channel 4 p.m eastern standard time for griff busters tonight thank you guys everybody have a good night and we'll see you all later But I can tell you this about if this douchebag happens to see this particular show, you don't have the fork and balls to call out the people on this planet <laughs> by name and tell them exactly who they are and tell them the rest of the world. Who they are. You don't have the fork and balls. You don't have the balls. Oh, okay, Scott. Here we go. I think I started some shit. Miss them off, it's about to get lit Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet Here we go, I think I started some shit Miss them off, it's about to get lit Get the place in the best, you know that stage is set You better buckle up, cause you ain't seen nothing yet And they say that I'm a lunatic But listen bitch, I came equipped with a quick wit And a sixth sense for the stupid shit Where my true believer? 
Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you at 4 p.m. Eastern.